0: This episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast is brought to you by the Replanted Conference. Join us next year in Chicago, October 24th through 26th, 2024. Visit replantedconference.org for more information. You're listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Ryan and Kayla North, hosted by Chris Turner, a One Big Happy Home production. This podcast equips parents to empower their children and build healthy relationships throughout the home in order to see lasting change and thrive as a family. It's for families of all kinds, especially those who are parenting kids through adoption, foster care, kinship care, or in the process. The Empowered Parent Podcast is a developmentally informed, trauma-sensitive, connected parenting resource. To learn more, visit OneBigHappyHome.com. Greetings, my friends. Greetings and
1: salutations. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast, recorded in front of a live audience at Replanted Conference. The audience is dwindling as <laughs> everyone has mostly everyone has left. Uh, you can still hear the equipment in the background uh, as they are disassembling items. And uh, joining us, as always, is Ryan and Kayla. And they can say hi later. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Hi, Chris. I, Hi, Chris. I really wanted to to talk to Jelana. We've got uh, Jelana Gobel uh, joining us again. Oh um, You had to be a here. very profound observation just before we started recording about the noise and the racket that we are enduring.
2: Oh my gosh, Chris. I was saying if this is how my youngest Charlie experiences the world with sensory processing, yeah. I have a lot more empathy for <laughs> for some severe dysregulation that yeah. requires from that because I feel like I'm about, you know, inches away right. myself. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. I, I made the observation to Curry a, a few moments ago, I'm like I'm going to be hearing this beeping in my sleep tonight.
3: Yes. <laughs> I'll be like hearing this beeping, beeping, beeping while I'm and sleeping fudding, <laughs> and there were like lights and, and Cowbells cowbells and there was like confetti i mean it was like all the senses
1: (laughs) all at once yeah which is fun for those
3: of us that don't have like a disorder for just just a moment right like just a little bit of that is okay and we can go okay now i'm gonna walk outside and i'm gonna get away from it and i'm gonna regulate but i can't imagine if you lived with that all the time with just regular everyday noises sounded amplified like this so one
4: of the ways i heard that explained is that your brain is constantly <laughs> ignoring an infinite number of things yes. yes think about how much your brain's not paying attention Filtering to what you're out. driving your car mm-hmm. right and so sensory processing disorder your brain cannot filter out ignore the infinite number right. of things which is i i agree i'd, I'd be angry all the time <sighs> if this is, yes. if the world sounded like every conversation mm-hmm. yes like like so we flew on a on a pretty new airplane so then The Boeing Max Mm planes—they're so quiet inside you can hear people's conversations around the planes. It's not (sighs) that—that's on an airplane. Uh You can actually hear other people talking. It's weird. It is a
3: little strange to hear
1: because you've been conditioned through all the previous years of flying. Yes. That this is what an airplane
4: sounds like when you're sitting on it and it's flying through the air. Yeah. So, um, Jelana, this is her fifth episode with us. Mm -hmm. I counted on just my one hand. I think that makes you our most reoccurring guest.
3: Oh. It, it, so if it doesn't make her yeah. that,
4: she's, she's on the She's close she's to the to top if she's she not, to yeah. to gold in the, in yeah. Thank you! <laughs> now, here's the cool thing about that. Um, this is the first time in person. All the other times have been through, like, virtually or That's whatever. True. Well, That's true. That is true. The previous episode we recorded with her today was in person. When did we record with Jelana today? Did we record with Jelana earlier today, or am I misremembering? Jelana. Jelana, did we record with you earlier today? Chris, Chris
2: I'm so sorry. I want to say yes, because I want to be like, Chris.
4: That's okay. Chris. You're not going crazy, but. Short term memory problems. Apparently. <laughs> it's okay. It's
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You
4: heard her speak no, earlier today. Maybe no. that's what it is. No, no. it's when Carrie Ann was sitting on, uh. and since Jelana and Carrie Ann have essentially the same color hair and about the same length. Maybe Gelato that's it. by and waved, and I think you may be maybe maybe associating out. that. Maybe I'm associating that. There you go. I'm a good friend. I'm giving him an out. Right? You are. You are a was, good friend. That was really good. Or your memories just suck, Turner.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Could be that, too. No. All
4: perfectly valid. All I will admit. Valid, <laughs> valid. So, we're just kind of doing conversations with, with people over here at uh, Replanted, but... Um, what I want to, con- I don't want you guys to contribute to this conversation, but none of you jumped in, so I'll go first. <laughs> okay. I loved your keynote yesterday. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I I think that for people who have not who have not heard you um, speak, um, because you know what, in all the things we know about you, and love about you, I've never heard you speak in public before. Mm. Mm. The only public speaking I've ever heard you do before was introducing us in Portland, <laughs> and oh, that yeah, wasn't really that's long. True. Yeah. But but it was like. Somebody said to me, I don't know who said to me yesterday, because we ended up having dinner with a lot of people, but somebody said to me, Jelana's session was a master class in public speaking.
0: Mm.
1: I,
4: and, and just- I know you hate it when I do this.
0: You hate <laughs> it when I do this, but I warned
4: you that we would. Um, because, and this is why I loved it, because you, you did, in your 30 minutes, you took everybody on quite an emotional roller coaster. It was, it was Will. We were in the car this morning we coming over here. the car this morning, yeah. Yeah. It was laughing. There was crying, mm. you're like, you are cadent. I mean, this it was really, like, like I would yeah. hold it up as an example of, of public speaking. That e- is very
2: kind. Thank you very okay. much.
4: I'm done gushing. Yeah. You guys can talk now.
3: Well, and I love just <laughs> your, you know, sharing your stories of just the journey that your family's been on, mm-hmm. you know, and hearing the good, the bad, the ugly, yeah. the, you know, because we all know it's not rainbows and unicorns in this oh, universe. But you don't often hear about where it's been really bad and really good all Mm -hmm. in the same story. Mm. You know, a lot of times we hear a lot of really bad, and then we hear that one or two that's like, "Oh, here's your like really good story." But they're Mm -hmm. not, they're not always the same story. You know, they're always connected. Yeah, and I think some of it is just the longevity of how long you've been in this space. Mm. Um, And I think we can kind of relate to that because all of us have been in that space for. This space for quite a while. And so we have seen the really ugly seasons. We have seen the really good seasons. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of our listeners have only seen the really hard seasons <laughs> yeah, or haven't yet seen the really hard seasons and are just like waiting cause they know they're coming at some point, you know? Yeah. So, but I just love the, like the hope and encouragement of like, yeah, you know, we had this really hard foster placement, you know, when you were telling the story, um, of, I forget his name. It starts with an R. What's Royal. Royal. I was like, I wanted Royal. to say Roman. And I was like, that's yeah. not right. <laughs> You're telling the story of Royal. And just like, you were like disconnected for like 14 years yeah. and didn't get to see or know anything about his life that's right. and then got to reconnect. And you know, you just showed me a picture of your grandbaby that, you know, like, it's like, I love that story. I just think it's, and it's not perfect and it's not mm-hmm. um, pretty. It's messy, but it's, hopeful you know
4: yeah. so you know that that story the, the one of the details that I loved or loved about your story is that everybody lives within a mile of your house now <laughs> Jennifer is a money house rail is a mile from your house I think you said both mm-hmm. of those things like is that a requirement to do life with each other <laughs> right, right. North, <laughs> do
2: you want to move a mile <laughs> Chris a mile from my house um, <laughs> you would hate
4: it if we lived in Oregon we're like every weekend we like we, do like, we want to hang Goebbels. out oh
2: no I would love it you just got to get prepared for the rain y'all
4: so oh, right. I love Not the rain. It doesn't rain in Texas, so it'll be novel for like a <laughs> decade for us. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so what I liked about so for the people who don't know story, um, the story, the after 12, the 12 or 14, whatever that was, more than a decade of having no contact, you find him on Facebook, and you're living in Portland. Correct. And they're living in Buffalo, New York. Correct. Which, for those of you who do keep your score at home, is the entire width of the United <laughs> States. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's so a pretty long distance. And so the, the reconnection isn't quite as simple as we reconnected. He re- relocates with the other three members of his family, yes? Yes. Um, 72 hours
2: two on <laughs> Amtrak.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, mean mm. that, like, I, I, I love that. And, and I love when you said, you are my mom. Mm. That is just so great. And I think that's why, why we feel... Um, like for people, like people don't know you other than who have meet you at events or are involved in your life. And, and there'll be people who are listening here who, who like, who only know you from us speaking to you. But, but I think why Kayla and I, and I want to speak for Chris, but I'll tell you why we feel a kindred spiritness with you. Because, because you chose to do the hard thing. And then you didn't complain about doing the hard thing. <laughs> like, you know, a lot, a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, but there's the, and never. Not in private conversation, not in public conversation, has there ever been any communication of, woe is me? And no. and, 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 and we really genuinely admire that about you because we have a similar ish, not quite <laughs> as, as elaborate as <laughs> yours, <it's also laughs> but we have an open adoption with our oldest daughter's uh, birth mom mm-hmm. and having to 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 learn. Um, it's been so great for us. I, th- I think that, that the Lord used that to transform us in ways that Kayla and I never, ever imagined. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so there's no, yeah, you said me to so come say, she's nodding, there's no video, right? But, mm-hmm. um, but to just have um, kindness and compassion and understand that, that no matter what people's circumstances are, they are, whether you agree with their choices, with, none of that, they are worthy of respect they were. They of being treated with that the very same respect, and it changed the way that I think we interact with people yeah. just by getting to do life with her. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so at the end of it, and I th- and I think you'd say the same thing. We're grateful for it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's been. Sure. It, it, it's it's a roller coaster. One hundred percent. But we're grateful for it. Yeah.
2: yeah. And hey, something that Jennifer and I shared in our session earlier today is that, you know, I think for me, if I had to boil it down, in the absence of proximity to people whose struggles were more than they can bear. Mm. I oversimplified their struggles, right? Because when you have the the privilege of distance from Mm -hmm. some of those really hard things, it's really easy to look at something and to believe, you know, what yeah. you're seeing, mm-hmm. and things just look simpler from a safe distance away. Right. And if it can just, if we could just be formulaic, like we all want to be, <laughs> if you could just yeah. do X, Y, and Z, then da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. But I think that that's one of the main gifts of proximity to being involved with my kids' family and just foster care and adoption in general is just that proximity to people whose burdens are more than they can bear, and you realize you can't oversimplify the struggle. If you have any proximity to it, you have proximity to the us. And yeah. it's it's not yeah. simple. It's not black and white. And so, I think that invites us to humility as yes. foster and adoptive parents in mm. a way that um, you know, just calling down from a privileged mountaintop, like just make a different choice. You know, just doesn't have right. that same <laughs> right. same feel to it um, because it because it affects us. And I know people have said stinging comments about jennifer over the years and different Mm. times and i feel like that stings me over time because i love her and i know it's not as simple because of proximity right because of proximity exactly chris yeah
4: i mean that was in the i have a dream speech the takeaway of all the great things said in that speech is that sitting around the table of brotherhood right that that was dr king's solution Mm. to people not getting on if we just sat around the table with each other and got to know them Right. Like all of the judgment falls off. Well, that's yeah. what I was
3: going to say too, because it's like proximity and relationship in, you know, I say that to, to families all the time. I'm like, you know, they'll be like, well, I just don't like this kid that's in my house right now. Like I'm really having a hard time with them just in parenting. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, have fun together. Get to know mm-hmm. them. As, yeah. like Be in this connected relationship with them. And when you are, you can have more compassion for their behaviors because yeah. you, you like them as a person and you enjoy being around them. Right. And that's exactly, I mean, I you know, we talked a little bit about how the system kind of sets us up for an us versus them, you know, in the foster care world, especially where, you know, I think more in, like in the domestic adoption, it's kind of like, oh, they made a choice and they placed Mm -hmm. this child. But when it comes to foster care, it's like, villainize the birth parents and, you know, kind of sainthood for the foster parents almost, you know, and it's like, or like, no, we're all just people doing the best that we can, yeah. Right? So, if we can just have compassion on the birth family and say, like, hey, they're doing the best they can, and it's really hard, and it's like you said, it's not black and white. It's not like, well, if you would just make a better choice, then you know, you could get your kid back. No, oh, because it's not the, that same, the easy. same
4: could be said of all of us, yeah. A, yes. a lot of situations we find ourselves in, somebody could. could Air, co- air quote, take the moral high ground. Yeah. And say, right. If only you'd made better choices. Right, <laughs> for sure. And like, while that might be 100% true, it is 0% helpful. Exactly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
4: Because you can't go back and remake that choice. You can only move forward. You can only move forward. Um, yep. So, yesterday when you were doing your keynote and you started talking about Charlie, were you sitting, it was either you or Will was sitting next to me, mm. and I bumped them and I said, I've met him. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> well, yeah, and I was just like,
3: yeah. Like you're a celebrity cause I'm, you've met I'm more him. connected to this than you are.
4: I've met him. Can <laughs> I mention I was in her home when I met him? You, you, you yeah. did. Okay, good. Uh, just so we more know. Than what's, more than once. <laughs> what, uh, what is what. what is what. One thing I loved about today when you and Jennifer are up there is you, you said something that I'd never, ever thought about. Hmm. And that is when a child is placed in a foster family, you learn a lot about the, the, the always mom. Sometimes birth dad, right? Yep. But we always know something about 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 the kid's mom, and it's 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 the negative. Well, she is this addiction. She does this thing. This is why we. But they never ever give the same consideration to the mom whose kid is coming into care and say, "Look, this is, this is the profile on the family that your child is going mm-hmm. to be taking care of your child." And I thought, we need to get that going.
3: Yeah. Well because I, I the I never fa- thought about the, that before. It's so good. The family who's having their kids removed is um, is always thought of as the lesser and just given like like you're, we're taking your children and you're not even going to know where they are or what's happening mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. And it's assumed that because they were abused or neglected that they don't love their kids. And I know that's not true knowing all the the biological families that we've dealt with. They love them dearly, you know. And it's like I would be just absolutely terrified if somebody just said, you know, it's best for your kids if I just take them and put them somewhere, but I can't tell you where they're going or who's going to be taking care yeah. of them or what kind of family they're going to be in. Like, that would be terrifying. And I hadn't really put that into words or thought about it until you said that. And I thought, yeah, that's that exactly right.
1: That's putting a lot of fear and anxiety onto someone who's probably already experiencing a lot of yes. fear and anxiety because of the situations that have led up to that point.
3: Yes. Yes. Well, because oh. I,
4: th- I think the assumption is that the children come into care because of 100% conscious choices that people make. Mm. And that's just not true. That was one thing. It,
1: you guys didn't explicitly say this when you and Jennifer were on stage today, but, and this, was, this was, wasn't like a new revelation, but it, I guess it was reinforced to, when you guys were there, is that one of the things that we don't consider when we're talking about the birth parents that the children have been removed from yep. is we don't think about the cycle, right? Like Jennifer is a product of the cycle. Like her, Micah being with you is a product of the cycle. Jennifer herself was in foster care before because of circumstances. And then who knows? Yeah. How far back to you? How many generations? How far back, how far back you does go, that yeah. go? Right? Like, so to Kayla's point earlier about, you know, the villains, the, the, the birth parents can be villainized a lot of times. Yeah. To show proper compassion and grace to those people, that's something that you really need to consider. Because, like you just said, Ryan, it's not necessarily a conscious choice yeah. that was made.
2: Right. I think the unknown is is the scariest. Mm-hmm. I think that that's yeah. just you know, um, so I agree. I mean, if 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 a foster family is on board to just share, like what are what are some basic common denominators about your family? You mm-hmm. know that you feel comfortable sharing. Right. Um, what are those things? Because as Jennifer shared this morning, she can only remember one family out of 63 homes that treated her with kindness. Oh, so of gosh. course, what is her Ooh. what is her impression going to be of her most precious child right. being in foster care that he's not going to be cared for? And so we shared in our breakout session that at court, uh, the caseworker stood up and said, Your Honor, this baby has been placed with an excellent foster family. And without even knowing Jennifer's background, that she had grown up, 63 homes, aged mm-hmm. out, all of these things, I still was like, what is excellent, even mean, you know? Um, so we just need to, to break it down. And and in our case, you know, that broken down, breaking it down meant me doing transportation and having the ability to say hello and goodbye and have Mm -hmm. these small exchanges of humanity and her asking me this really courageous question of, can you visit, take, you know, can we do visits outside the office and, Mm -hmm. and me asking the caseworker who said yes. And so I really attribute Jelana's (laughs) Jalanas, <laughs> uh, Who am I talking about? I'm tired, you guys. It's, it's been a long week. Jennifer's courageous question with with helping us to get to where we are today.
4: Yeah. yeah for well, sure. I love quotes. Anybody who knows me knows this because yes, in like do. two sentences you can communicate an inordinate amount. You can preach a whole sermon, right? One of my friends, G. K. Chesterton, what is wrong with the world? <laughs> I am. Mm. You know, and and, and like that that sat with me very awkwardly for a long, long time until I understood that, yes, I, am, I contribute to the problems of the planet daily. It's not other people who do those things, right? It's me too. And so in, in the session this morning that we did on um, Connected Parenting in the Heart of God, I said, you know, this is the, to me, this is how I think you're growing, you're growing spiritually. Because this is when I realized, I thought to myself, you must be growing in your relationship with the Lord. And this is what, what made me think that. When you read the parables of Jesus... And you realize that you no longer think you're the hero of the story. Yeah. But you realize you're the villain in the story. <laughs> mm-hmm. L- like like the Prodigal sun. Right? Like you read that as like a teenage boy. And you're like, the dude basically joined Guns N' Roses. Right? I mean, it's just like it's partying. It's drugs. It's alcohol. It's late nights. It's all the things. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets to come home. That sounds awesome, too. But what I realize now is more often than not, I'm the older brother who's just mad that he got a second chance. Because yeah. until you real, for me, I don't speak to anybody else, but until I realize that, I don't think that I was making any progress in my relationships with people.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah.
4: Somebody has to say something. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise people would go, wow, they were like, knocked silent <laughs> by that. <laughs>
3: It was a mic drop moment, yeah. well, but you just Chris, didn't Chris, drop your mic. No,
4: it's okay. Chris will never let me have one, so I'm That's saying, you've got to jump in there, dude. Otherwise, people are going to think.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, I heard the story before because I was there this morning. That's <laughs> true. You were there. <laughs> hey, i got to say this because I know, I know we've got to wrap it up. We're trying to do this short over here, but I've got to say this about Chris Turner. Dude has been awesome over here. Um, <laughs> I, I drove from the airport, but he's been driving ever since. He scouted out rooms. he He's been taking care of us. He's like, he's like, I'll find a restaurant. Don't worry about it. And so I appreciate you very much. I'm so thankful that <laughs> you're here with us. Oh, and he worked for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, I did not work for Chick-fil-A. Are you <laughs> allowed to say that then? it's my pleasure.
3: Isn't that copyrighted phrase? <laughs>
4: <laughs> Is there anything you're burning to say?
2: Uh, I just love you guys. Mm. That's it. Oh, we I'm so happy you. to see you in person. It's
4: well, been it's so fun.
3: I know, twice in a month. I know, after not seeing <laughs> each other for years <laughs> and years.
4: Funny how that Easter works famine. sometimes. It is funny it's how like that five works. and a half years, I think. I know. Maybe even more than that. Um, love stre- a Love Stretched Life. We'll, we'll link that in the show notes. Everybody should buy it. Yep. Thank yeah. you. And if you see that Jelana is speaking at an event, go to the event. Yes.
3: Yeah. Perfect.
4: Okay. Jolana, thanks
1: so much for being on. We really
0: appreciate it.
2: Thanks for having me. Love you. Bye. Thanks Bye. for
0: listening, everyone. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to discuss in the podcast, you can email us at podcast.onebighappyhome.com. Please like and share the podcast with your friends and family, and you can find us on your favorite social platforms by searching for One Big Happy Home. Thanks for listening.